Hello and welcome to the Wholehearted Healer Podcast. My name is Dr. Avine Banish and I will be your host. This is the weekly podcast that helps women pause in their busy lives, drop into the heart, and remember their next right step. I am so happy that you're here. Hello and welcome to the first episode of a Wholehearted Healer podcast. My name is Dr. Avine Banish, and I just want to say thank you for tuning in and taking time out of your busy life to be here today. Recording a podcast is new for me and really outside of my comfort zone. And when I find myself questioning what I'm doing, um, I found this quote by Rhonda Bitten, which helps me. And she said, being willing makes you able. And so my heart is willing, and we're going to give it a go. In this first episode, I want to talk about why I came to the name of Wholehearted Healer and why I feel that really right now in the world, living from a wholehearted, open heart space is key to navigating the world that we're in. And so to begin, just a little bit about me. I was born a wholehearted healer. Even as a kid, I felt most alive while helping others. I was empathic and pretty sensitive to the feelings of other people, to animals, and even trees. And just by walking into a room as a kid, I could intuit who was hurting and what they needed to feel better. Living from this wholehearted place is why I think I pursued a career in medicine. I wanted to help people to make them feel better And ultimately, I think it was my way in some tiny way to try and ease the suffering of the world and feel more alive. Somewhere along the way, though, I began to lead with my head instead of my heart. And maybe you can relate. I'm not sure when it happened. Maybe it was the years and years of education and the push for perfection and academic success. Maybe it was the really busy years of residency when work-life balance went out the window and I was surviving on way too much sugar and caffeine and not enough sleep. Or maybe it was when I added motherhood to the mix and trying to balance all of the roles that I had taken on just led me to feel kind of overwhelmed and very exhausted. I'm pretty sure it was a culmination of all of these things, as it probably has been in your case as well, if you're feeling anything similar. Um, But during this time, the wholehearted healer in me lost her way. I forgot my why. I forgot myself. My heart, instead of being open and intuitive, kind of shut down. Getting through the day became more important than living from a wholehearted space. And getting through the day in those years was kind of hard. There was just so much to do. I always felt behind. I felt stretched thin no matter what I was doing, when I was at work or when I was at home. And during these years, I just didn't feel wholehearted. In fact, I actually felt flat, like a two-dimensional piece of paper. I had lost the spaciousness of my younger self, and my heart often felt squeezed. What I know to be true is that we are all born wholehearted. There are wholehearted creatives, wholehearted problem solvers, wholehearted teachers and caretakers. And when we're living from this wholehearted place, we are more resilient. We bring more of our brilliant selves to the world. 
We have access to our inspiration and our creativity. And really important for right now, we can see things from multiple perspectives. And also when we are living from this wholehearted space, we can feel compassion towards those we love and compassion towards those we don't yet know and love. And the people I have met throughout my life that have managed to remain wholehearted, despite what life has thrown at them, inspire me. And they remind me that it's high time that you and I and all of us make it a priority to find our way back to this natural state, living with an open heart. This is my inspiration for this podcast offering. So about 12 years ago, I had recognized that I was no longer living from a wholehearted place, but I didn't exactly know how to fix it. I was burned out. I was tired. And so I opened myself to grace or the universe or whatever kind of language you use, and I asked for my next right step. And in doing so, I remember the exact moment I was sitting at my desk in my kitchen in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, when we used to live there, and I somehow fell upon this group called Soul Care in Healthcare. This was a program, a sacred circle, that was called forth by Dr. Joan Borsenko and her husband, Dr. Gordon DeBaron. And it was a six-month program. It was amazing. And those who answered the call were wounded healers like me. They were doctors and nurses and midwives who were feeling burned out feeling disconnected and disillusioned by the lack of healing in our chosen profession. And after years of medical training where we were kind of taught to armor ourselves and always have the right answer, this act of sitting in a simple circle where it was safe to talk, where it was safe to question and not have all the answers, felt like a radical exercise. It was the moment actually that I began to open my heart again. And so sacred circle has become really important in my work and in my life. The circle is a symbol of wholeness. There is no striving to be better, to know more, to be our role while gathered in circle. That's not the point. All that is needed is an open heart to listen and share. And we can be a mess and still be accepted in circle. So in this first sacred circle of my adult life, I felt held and safe enough to let my guard down. I listened to others and I saw myself within their story. And this was healing. Perhaps I was not as alone as I thought. And maybe I was not the only human struggling within a system I had worked so long and hard to enter. Each person in that circle, just by showing up, displayed great courage, offered their presence, and consciously chose to both give and receive. Did we solve all the problems plaguing healthcare during that six months? Not even close. But we offered support to each other, and in doing so, we strengthened our ability to re-enter our lives more in touch with our wholeness, our humanity, our hearts. And this is the point of Sacred Circle. They soothe us. They remind us that we're not alone. They create a morphogenic field by which we can raise our vibration, receive inspiration, and tend and support new ideas. They allow the heart to wake up and take the lead. 
And so another intention for this podcast is to reach across the vastness of cyberspace and sit beside you in circle. My hope is that the weekly podcast and my offerings will help to remind both of us that our heart knows the way, even in these crazy and chaotic times. Many of us feel fraught and fragmented. We're tired, tired of scrolling and posturing, tired of running in place in a state of heightened vigilance, tired of juggling so many balls in the air. We each crave something, depth, nourishment, rest, access to our own creativity. In some ways, we have forgotten who we are and why we are truly here, and we have unplugged from our own hearts. Twelve years ago, about the same time as I was sitting in that first sacred circle, I experienced a rapid and totally unexpected spiritual awakening. At a moment in my life when I was feeling totally burned out, Grace offered me a gorgeous free dive into the depths of my own being. And I was shown that below the surface, below the chaos, there is a wholeness within each of us that is beautiful and vast. This wholeness has an astounding capacity to lovingly hold the totality of who we are. This includes our wins and our proudest moments, but it also includes our shame and our grief and the times we messed up and screwed up royally, and every state in between. This wholeness also holds our deepest desires and the courage to move toward them. It invites us to move from our unchanging center, even while the world spins madly at the surface. And so the question then is, well, how to begin? Just how can you move from an overwhelmed state or feeling burned out to this natural way of being, this open-heartedness once again? I certainly don't pretend to have all those answers. And uh, since that beautiful awakening for me about 12 years ago, there have been many times where I have in moments and in periods felt wholehearted and fully resourced And there have been plenty of other times where I have fallen back asleep and closed my heart. The way back for me each time has been first to notice the disconnection, to notice when I have dropped out of my heart or when I'm just staying in my head and not accessing the totality of my being. John O'Donohue, who is a really beautiful um, Irish poet and writer, who died a few years ago, offers this prayer. Blessed be the longing that brought you here and quickens your soul with wonder. May you have the courage to listen to the voice of desire that disturbs you when you have settled for something safe. May you have the wisdom to enter generously into your own unease, to discover the new direction your longing wants to take. So today, in this first episode of this podcast, perhaps it's enough to simply pause and notice. Maybe if it's safe and you're not driving a car, place your hands over your heart and close your eyes. And just take three deep breaths. Bring the power of your awareness 
to your heart space. Notice how it feels. Does it feel tight and closed? Does just taking three breaths seem challenging? Now take a breath and envision the breath moving into the heart space and exhale from the heart space. Breathe into the heart, exhale from the heart. Now bring to mind a blessing in your life, a person who you love, a beloved animal, a memory of a perfect sunrise, something from your childhood. It doesn't really matter. Whatever comes to mind, breathe that into your heart. Notice how the heart maybe begin to feel more spacious, less two-dimensional. Fill yourself up with whatever memory, whatever image or person has risen to mind. And notice what the heart is longing for. What are you being called to in this moment? What needs your heartful attention, a relationship, the body. Simply dwell here. We make wholehearted living really complicated and we put lots of words to it, but the breath and our attention is all we really need to drop back into that space. This bridge between you and the world, between your inner and outer world, is always waiting at the ready for our attention. Are you a wholehearted healer? Or a problem solver? Or a teacher? or a lover, or a mother. We all are so many different things. Simply breathe into your heart and give awareness to the role that's rising today. And simply by setting your intention to find your way back to her is enough for the universe to start to conspire in your favor. Just like years ago when I was sitting in my kitchen, wondering what my next right step is, and the Soul Care for Healthcare course just dropped in my lap. When we pause, drop into the heart, and when we're willing, the universe conspires with us to live a wholehearted life. Thank you so much for being with me in this first episode. I'm grateful for your presence. I'm grateful that your presence helped create a resonant field or a sacred circle, even through this podcast medium. Blessings and love until next time. Avine.